0: Happy Tuesday to you. This is Dylan James right here on JDF Media. Out of bounds, Dylan James, joined, as always, by my good friend, extraordinaire, just the man behind everything. Tyler Sorensen is here with us, and he is coming off a huge high this evening after whooping some tail tonight in some JV football.
1: Yeah, JV football. Guys, kids played out well. Obviously, we beat the other team 46 to 12 i think it was was the final score well only lost the only two touchdowns that they got was off their first opening drive against their starting jv and a kickoff return against our freshmen who do not how to do kick do not know how to do kickoff so sounds Russ very Lennon.
0: close sounds very close to the duke clemson game that happened last night as well so yeah yeah
1: it not was good. it was exciting my voice is a little bit gone right now but it was fun I, being down there and being able to coach it's it's always fun for me, especially since I didn't play all that much. Being out there and trying to have fun with them, a few plays that went out of hand a little bit. I thought I was going to get yelled at by one of the coaches because I was laughing about one of the plays that should not have happened with our starting center uh, swimming on another player. Oh. But it, it was pretty funny. But it it was one of those things where it's like you should not be laughing at this, but it was funny. Yeah.
0: He did. Um, well, tonight we have a very, very special guest with us. We'll be introducing him in just a moment to talk about our season predictions. The 2023-24 season is almost upon us. Week one starts on Thursday. The Chiefs versus the. Who, am I blinking? Am I blinking Detroit. now? Detroit. Yes, Detroit. The right. Lions. Yes, the Chiefs versus the Lions. Going to be a huge game. Um, to start the season off. I can't wait to see what happens with the Lions and see how well they play up against the Chiefs. And Travis Kelsey, it sounds like, has avoided a major injury. I think he's still kind of lingering with one, but it's not as major as he thought it was going to be, which we'll talk about in just a moment. But when you hear this music playing on this show, there is one man and one man only who will be joining us this evening. It is none other than the Godfather himself. Kevin Fitzmaurice is joining us here on JDF Sports, AJ uh, Media. I'm sorry, out of bounds, Dylan James. Kevin, thanks for joining us this evening, sir, to talk about this season. It's it's almost upon us. How you feeling? How are the vibes this evening in the Fitz household?
1: We can't. Oh, hear you muted.
2: Ta-da! There you
1: go.
0: Look at that <laughs> technology, um, man.
2: It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, the vibes are really good. Um, I had a dream. Oh, as MLK once said, Okay. I had a dream this morning that I woke up this upcoming Sunday and my dream was just so awesome because I just woke up. Football's here. Seven hours of commercial free football. Are you Scott Hansen right
0: now? Are you Scott Hansen right now?
2: you know what? I, who knows? We're, we've never been in the same room. We've been on the same screen. On the
0: same on the screen, same yes, on the same yes. screen here on JDF Sports, you guys had him on the screen once before, which was I a have great interview. I
2: had to find that, that uh, hard drive and pull that interview because that was just a ton of fun to be able to sit down and chat with him.
0: Justin Kearns is already popping in the chat saying, no, it's fine. Keep him muted. So the chat is working this evening, ladies and gentlemen. So if you are out there wanting to chat with us, pop in the chat. We'd love to hear from you. Brian, I know you're out there somewhere on Twitch. Ch- chime in i would love to hear from you and also with fitz being in the room i mean come on like you gotta talk to the godfather every once in a while i mean come on so <laughs> uh Brian. yes oh I, I do too i do too so let, let's talk first of all there's some special i don't know if you want to talk too much about what's happening too much about That's what's happening big news. but some big news happening next week
2: so next week I heard that JDF Media may or may not, more likely may, will be getting a brand new show.
0: Oh, this is breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. If I had like a little breaking breaking news sound effect, Tyler, we need to work on that. If I need to have a breaking news (laughs) sound effect to play, I would play it right now. But um, that's huge.
2: Yep. So uh, probably an announcement within the next 24 to 48 hours of a brand new show that may or may not be starring Justin Kearns. And myself. So we'll see. Hey, Uh, we'll see.
0: Hey, that's huge news right there. So stay tuned to the JDF media, social media pages. Um, You can also there's a huge giveaway we're doing as well. So if you go to JDF underscore media on YouTube, also follow us on underscore JDF media and OOB podcast on Instagram. You are entered to win a jersey of your choice. Brought to you by JDF Media and Out of Bounds. The after we get 500 YouTube subscribers, we'll be giving that jersey away. Uh, value not to exceed 150 bucks. So um, hopefully we can get you guys a jersey to start the season off right. Hopefully we can get that number. At the very beginning of the season, that would be great. Um, but huge there, so be sure to go over there. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram because we will be bringing you some big news within the next 24 to 48 hours. I, I that That's something I can't wait for on top of the NFL season happening on Thursday. It's going to be huge. 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 Uh, so let's get into it because we've got a lot of, of numbers to talk about. Um, I know Kevin's going to be with us for about 30 minutes this evening, so we'll be able to answer some questions and things like that and talk about some other topics you guys have, so feel free to hop in the uh, hop in the comments. Let us know what you guys want to talk about this evening because we will definitely be bringing those questions up for you in the chat. Um, but let's start off with the season this year. Now, the season this year, the Kansas City Chiefs riding high, coming out of the 22-23 season as the Super Bowl champions, and they're coming back trying to repeat as champions something we haven't seen in quite some time i believe there was a team called the new england patriots who did it the last time um but let's talk about about that dylan yeah well i mean have you
2: ever watched the man in the arena on espn plus
0: i have not yet i have not yet. so
2: it's obviously a lot of focused around the patriots but if you're a football fan, it's, it's been out for a while. I totally know I'm, like, wicked late to this. But I've had all this free time with my ankle injury and my surgery that I've just been watching all these sports documentaries. Uh, Man in the Arena, highly recommend it. If you're a football fan, you learn a lot about said dynasties. Love so, that. Uh, just, just a little tidbit there. You should definitely watch it. A little tidbit. I think you'll enjoy a lot. A lot about Mike Vrabel.
0: Okay. Okay. I like yeah. that. I like that already. I, I'm I'm tuning in tonight. Um, I have been tuning in actually talking about TV before we get back into the season. I have been tuning into Hard Knocks this season, and it is very Aaron Rodgers heavy. But I've actually enjoyed it. I've actually enjoyed this season. This is the first season I've actually watched since 2020. I think it was the Chargers Rams, like dual season they had. Um, but I I'm actually pretty pretty. It's pretty good. Pretty good. If you guys haven't watched it yet, you need to. Um, so let's get into the season because that that's what we're here for this evening. Some predictions. I already have mine mapped out. I went to Playoff Predictions. I think it was next.playoffpredictor.com or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, that's what I, I went to. Um, and put together a graphic of, of my records and of, of who I think is going to the playoffs this year. But I want to start off. Fitz, I'm going to start off with you first because you, you have limited time with us this evening. And I want to kind of get... The, the 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 lay of the land when it comes to the season what are some big takeaways first of all what is this
2: I don't know it's a little blurry but I made okay. a fifteen dollar bet okay for my eight division winners oh and if it hits I will walk away with fourteen thousand dollars
0: oh okay. so I'm
2: putting my money where oh, 15 bucks wow I'm putting my money where my mouth is
0: okay 15 bucks I mean that's still a big payday big payday yeah.
2: and do you want me to read it to you? Because it's yeah. pretty doable.
0: Yep. I, I want to hear, hear it.
2: Buffalo Bills, AFC East. Okay. Cincinnati Bengals, AFC North. Okay. Jacksonville Jaguars, AFC South. <sighs> I know. I don't know
0: about that one. Okay. Continue, continue. Continue. I know. Continue.
2: Continue. AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFC East, Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. NFC North, Minnesota Vikings. Okay. NFC South Carolina Panthers. Ooh. Okay. And NFC West San Francisco 49ers.
0: Okay. So we're, we're not completely off on the no. playoff predictions here because I, I, I don't know if you saw the graphic um, that I put together this afternoon. But
2: I didn't. I don't, think we're, I, don't think, I don't
0: think we're very off when it comes to that.
2: Obviously, I know that you're not on the Jags. Train, but no. I'm heavy Uh-oh. in my drafts. I've got a lot of of Calvin Ridley. I've got a ton of Tra- Trevor Lawrence. I don't have any Travis Etm, but I do have some Tank Bigsby. Okay, got a little Zay Jones, and I got some Evan Ingram. So I'm I'm pretty heavy on the Jags this year.
0: Okay, well we'll see if that pans out. Which. You know, a fully healthy offensive line for the Titans, a t- team that's not going to be the most injured team in the league, a team that was the most injured team in the league last year that almost won against the Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> except for a botched, uh, a botched call by the referees. Anyway, uh, we won't talk about that right now because I want to hear uh, more about your, your wild cards. Who are you thinking, who's going to be in the wild card conversation this year, um, and who thinks
2: can going to get to the playoffs? Well, in the uh, AFC, it's really hard to not pick... The Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. Okay, so that's a really tough one there for those two wild card spots. Although it's four wild card, no, three wild three per spots now, three right?
0: per conference. Yep.
2: Yes, uh, I have a little sneaky sleeper.
0: Okay. If the it doesn't Pittsburgh start, Steelers. Okay, and you didn't say the Ravens either. So you're saying the Ravens are missing the playoffs.
2: I'm saying the Ravens could miss the playoffs, yes. Okay. Which is tough because also the Cleveland Browns could be in. If Deshaun Watson is 50% of Deshaun Watson, the Browns could be in the mix right there. They are one of the more, and I might get some flack for this, they're one of the more complete teams in the NFL. Mm. Karen, welcome to the show. Thanks for watching. Hello, Karen. Got a good secondary. Mm -hmm. They've got a really good front seven. got a solid offensive line. You have a quarterback that got a lot done and was successful in this league. You have one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, Amari Cooper, you traded for Elijah Moore. Uh, There's a lot to be excited about in this Cleveland Browns team. It really does fall on if Deshaun Watson doesn't become Deshaun Watson of last year and can start to get something moving forward. So that's a sneaky team as well. But uh, there's something about this Pittsburgh Steelers team. They've been wicked under the radar. No one's talking about it. Mike Tomlin is one of the best coach, Hall of Fame coach.
0: Mm-hmm. True,
2: he's quietly been building this team back up since the Big Ben era left town. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of weapons on offense. They fixed their offensive line a bit. They've got two re- pretty good running backs. Kenny Pickett started, finished off the season last year, pretty solid. If he can yeah. progress and take that next step, added Patrick Peterson in the secondary for their defense, which was obviously a hole. Their front seven with just having T.J. Watt alone makes it strong. I just – I feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers are one of those teams that could quietly make some noise this year.
0: Okay. So you have Dolphins, Jets, and Steelers. Steelers, As your three AFC wild cards. And, Tyler, I'm going to get your response to these in just a moment as well. Uh, Um, Sorry. But we're going to go to the NFC next. I want to hear your three wild cards for the NFC. The New Orleans Saints. Okay. The
2: Green Bay Packers. Tyler. Tyler. You hear that? I, mm-hmm. I think it could be the Green Bay Packers. You hear that? In the, in the Seattle Seahawks. Okay.
0: Solid picks. And that's yeah. the thing. With the NFC, there's not much wiggle room when it comes to who's going to make the playoffs. Well, I don't think there is. It's
2: tough, though, because the Giants are one of those teams. Like, I really want to put the Giants, but I can't write the Packers off until I see them suck with Jordan Love.
0: Yeah, and also you have to think of as well with Saquon Barkley, do you seriously think he's going to have two fully healthy seasons in a row?
2: I don't they got you, no they cut James Robinson. I don't know, it's I, I mean, think that Daniel Jones is primed for a, a really big season.
0: He should be. He should be, but we h- how often have we said that though? Since he got drafted into the league, how often have we said, "Okay, well, he hasn't lived up to his draft stock yet, but this year he can definitely, he can definitely get there and definitely be that guy." for the Giants moving forward and be the one to be their savior since Eli Manning. But
2: honestly, when you really do look at the Giants last year, what did they have going for them on offense? Because you had Wandale Robinson, who was a guy that they drafted who got hurt. Isaiah Hodgins was a a, a a waiver wire pickup. And you've been waiting for Slayton to get it done. He was I think he was their leading receiver last year.
0: Yep. And you traded to Kadarius Tony lot. as well.
2: Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to be excited about on that offense. You added Jalen Hyatt. You got a little healthier. And then you added Darren Waller, who I think is going to be the number one target on that team.
0: Yeah, I mean, between Jalen Hyatt and Waller, I think those two are going to. I mean, I think Jalen Hyatt's going to have a huge year this year. Huge year this year. On uh,
2: on, those, on a couple of those plays, I, I really do. I think he's he's fast. He is quick. He is. If he can get open and he can get down the field, Daniel Jones has an arm.
0: Yeah. And he has route running ability too. That that was a big knock on him coming into the NFL is that in college, they said, oh, well, you're just doing go routes the entire time. Like the mm-hmm. offense you were in in Tennessee was very friendly to you because you weren't really running intricate routes. But so far for the Giants, he's looked very good in practice and he's looked very good in the preseason as well. So yep. I, I think that both those things, the speed, the route running, I mean, I'm sure he'll clean it up a bit more too to make it more precise this season. Um, but yeah, Jalen Hyde, I was really high on, I was very upset that the Tennessee Titans did not look at him in the draft, but we got, uh, a kid out of UT Martin instead. Um, and, 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 you got a, a,
2: and you got a kid out of, uh, Clemson, pretty good name. Deandre Hopkins,
0: Deandre Hopkins as well. Yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, thong greats, Grats. love it says, oh, I Ethan. think the Falcons win the NFC championship. Oh, Ethan. That's oh, Ethan that that's that's a take um tommy fantastic says cardinals are taking it so well,
2: that's well, a i take. think i know I, I think <laughs> i know that, who that, that is too
1: <laughs> i think i know who that is too and i don't think he watches a lick of football okay that's, uh, well that's one of the that's one of the buddies in my uh in my fantasy football league that's a tough take
0: uh wesley burton oh no go colts how we doing fitz tyler and dude wearing terrible clothes <laughs> Uh, awesome. I love that. Uh, Wesley, welcome back to the show. I'm glad you're, you're tuning in this season. I hope you will throughout the season because I will love to sit oh, there on the couch with you watching the train wreck that is the Indianapolis Colts all season. It's going to be, especially not having Jonathan Taylor, the first few games, first four games of the season, maybe even longer than that with his holdout, the way he's doing, Ah, it's going to be tough for him. Uh, William Keck, go Chiefs. I think that's one team that we'll all say will be making the playoffs this year. Yes, pretty easily.
2: But yeah. something something's off with the Chiefs. They still have Pat Mahomes, so like regardless, they're going to do us aw- they're going to win a bunch of games yep. and they're going to be awesome. But something is off about the Kansas City Chiefs. This what? Chris Jones thing is really weird.
0: Weston says, "I'm in it for the long haul when it comes to the Colts." Yes, I, I, I would be too. Um, and Ke- uh, William said, oh, "I'll tell you what's off, Kevin." Oh, he's going to tell All right, us. Tell but me, tell us tell first. Me, tell King. us first, Fitz, and tell us what you think. is just off.
2: like so. They they've restructured Pat Mahomes. They freed up a lot of this money, and they have some of these guys. That they're paying some big dollars to. And they're kind. They're fixing. You know, they fix some holes. They completely revamped their offensive line a while ago, and they've done all these things. But it just seems like eventually the way that this team is built, it's going to have to run out of steam at some point. I can't see the longevity. Like Pat Mahomes is fantastic, so you really don't have to pay a lot of offensive weapons. You've got Travis Kelsey there. He went down with his hamstring or uh, whatever it was. I'm sure he's going to be fine. Uh, Hyper extended his knee today. I'm sure he's going to be fine. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, if he's out there on Thursday. But, you know, you've got Sky Moore, Justin Ross. You've got a couple of these low-level names. So you're putting a lot of the pressure on Pat Mahomes. But the money just doesn't seem like it's going to be able to – you can always hide money in the NFL, obviously. But it just – it doesn't seem like this train is going to be able to hold the steam for a really long time. And I just – I feel like, we're going to see some greatness out of the chiefs for a while, but it's going to have to fall off a cliff at some point. I I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for it. I just feel as though Andy Reid, in this, the the Pat Mahomes thing will always be there, but everything else around it is going to fall apart. I don't know. I just, I get this weird vibe. And and the Chris Jones thing is just, is just already a rough start for me.
0: That's a rough start already. I mean, you're losing one of your best defensive players, the first at least week of the season most most likely more even if he does come back in week two he'll have to have time to get up to speed with the offense and and the defense and whatever's going on in training camp i mean it's going to be it's going to be difficult for them on defense for sure um i think that we're going to see a bit of the unsteadiness that they had in the secondary beforehand like a few two seasons ago even you saw a lot of weird plays with their secondary. They wasn't the best secondary in the league um, far from it. So I think you're going to see some of the deficiencies there in the secondary, especially not having the rush like you would with Chris Jones on the field. Um, But I, I, it's again, it's Patrick Mahomes last year. I bet against Patrick Mahomes last year. I said, you know, they're going to fall off a cliff. They're going to be the last in the league because they don't have cheetah anymore. Cheetahs down there in in Miami. Instead, it's going to be a completely different offense. they just not going to be able to do it. But then he came back and proved us all wrong. He came back and said, you know, I don't need Cheetah on my team to go out there and win a Super Bowl. And that's what he did. So, I mean, you you can't write him off yet. Um, I I do understand your point of view, though, saying that, hey, the money's going to catch up to them. It's eventually going to choke. It's eventually going to choke the team. Eventually. It hasn't gotten there yet because they keep trying to kick the can down the road. But eventually that money is going to come due. And it's going to be tough.
2: Well, I think that the way that I look at it, and I'm really not trying to be a homer at all, but the Patriots are a perfect example. You know, multiple Super Bowl wins and success over a long time. They had a Tom Brady. The Chiefs have a Tom Brady. Pat Mahomes is already, you know, chasing some great stuff. He's already doing some really, really great things. But when was Tom Brady ever top 10 paid quarterbacks on the New England Patriots. Never was. When when did Bill Belichick ever dish out big bags to certain players? You never really saw these Patriot players getting these, these big contracts. And that is the reason why they were able to have the success. And I get in so many arguments with people because a lot of people are – and I love Bill and I love Brady. I love both of them equally. I totally get Brady leaving, going to the Buccaneers, winning a Super Bowl. Bill struggling for a couple of seasons, not looking as good. Some of his flaws are being shown because Brady's not there to help him out. But the roster building, the way that he coaches that team and he puts those players together—think about all these Super Bowls: Julian Edelman's catch, Malcolm Butler bringing Rodney Harrison towards the—you know—when he was on the downhill of his career for the for the Chargers. Uh, You know, they had Willie McGinnis for all those great years, obviously a homegrown guy. He brings in all of these players, Randy Moss, nutcase from the Raiders, Wes Welker, a practice squad player for the Miami Dolphins. The list goes on and they interchange and it's the business and they cut players and they let guys go and it's, it's, it's dirty and, you know, they find the value. And then these guys go to other teams and they suck. And then they come back to bill on cheap money. That's the reason why bill, you know, Tom Brady is the one reason. But the next reason is because he's able to have that success. So you look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, cool. We have the quarterback. He's getting that bag. Now you have to find ways to start interchanging. You already lost Frank Clark. The guy's trash for the season. But, man, is he big in the playoffs. You know, there's so much that they have to do to try to fix this team and keep it up with it. I just think at one point it's all going to come crashing down. You're going to have Pat Mahomes. You're going to have to rebuild again. And you're going to waste – you know four or five years of pat mahomes trying to rebuild this roster
0: yep absolutely uh williams chiming in pat mahomes contract open to the whole league that they want to be paid kelsey deserves to be paid but he said as long as they're winning he isn't going to complain however players like chris jones are saying nah mahomes got paid i'm getting paid he also went on to say this year is the year to see what mahomes is as a qb we have injured plagued Tony, a second-year Sky Moore, and a rookie wide receiver Rice, and now an injured Kelsey. We are a ticking time bomb that could possibly blow up at the end of the day.
2: You also got Justin Ross, who I'm a massive Justin Ross fan.
0: Justin Ross. I mean, again, I, I, I won't say anything bad about the Chiefs until they, they prove me otherwise at this point. Yeah, of course. Because last year, obviously, it blew up in my face very, very, very quickly. Um, but, yeah, with the Chiefs, you just can't count them out yet. Until no, he no, no. proves us, hey, and we're not going to. But again, I think it's it like you said, it's a ticking time bomb. It, eventually, it's going to catch up to them, to where they'll have to make some decisions that you know we'll have to see if it, if it continues to be as successful as it is, or if they're going to have to trim some some fat and the fat being players that they need to be successful outside of Patrick
2: Mahomes. I mean, if you take Chris Jones off of this defense, who else do they have? Nick Bolton's a good linebacker. A but good, if, are, people, a good linebacker? are people scheming around Nick Bolton? Mm. Now you're going to have to ask Pat Mahomes to throw, you know, 45, 50 times every single game to try to get your whole out of – You don't have – you know, you have Isaiah Pacheco. You've got Jarek McKinnon who came back on a cheap deal. you got Clyde Edwards-Alaire who – He can't stay on the field.
0: Yeah, he can't stay on the yeah. field for him.
2: You're hoping that Sky Moore takes – exactly, you know, Williams' comment. You're hoping Sky Moore takes that step. I just – this like they're gonna be good this year. I yep. would not be surprised if they went in a Super Bowl. But it's it's gonna the whole dynasty talk and the longevity of the Chiefs is where I'm very concerned. Yep. But enjoy enjoy this season. For yeah, sure. absolutely. Going to be great.
0: Price Stewart is in the comments saying, "What up, What's up, boys?" Hey. And William also says, "I'm a diehard chief. I'm a diehard Chiefs fan, and I'm extremely concerned." Which that's I mean, I wouldn't be extremely concerned yet. I would be concerned it's not going to really affect this season but eventually it's going to catch up to them eventually um okay so you had the saints you had the packers packers
2: yep and i have the seahawks
0: seahawks okay tyler what do you think about that list of playoff contenders for the year
1: um i have one of those 3 making it to the playoffs as a wild card okay. as a so right now, my, I would just do my NFC right now.
0: Okay, NFC, you're doing division leaders first? Division, division leaders? leaders
1: first. Okay. So I'm just going to go first through four. So sure. first overall, obviously Philadelphia Eagles. I trust them. Their team is well built. Yep. Secondly, I have San Francisco. The only thing that worries me is really quarterback, which even then, it, it's still it's one of the best rosters ever put together, in my opinion. And I think you can look at that. You're like all pros in like every position other than maybe quarterback, which even then, it's rough. Uh, Third, Detroit over Minnesota. Wow. Fourth is New Orleans. Fifth is Dallas. Okay. Sixth is Minnesota. Seventh is the Washington Commanders.
0: Ooh. Sam Howell getting it done?
1: Sam Howell getting it done. That defense is very, very strong. If Chase Young is able to stay healthy this year, Obviously, he tore his ACL, I believe, two years ago and hasn't really been the same since. If he's able to go back to what he's been, I think that defense can carry them like they did with Riverboat Ron. Obviously, he had Cam Newton back Mm. in Super Bowl 50, but I think Sam Howell can get it done. You look at his tape from two years ago, uh, the year before he got drafted, he was throwing it everywhere. And then obviously, the the year before he got drafted, they dumbed down their system and it wasn't really Sam Howell's liking, I think. I think he's worth it. I think he's going to be good for that team and I think they can sneak in. Obviously I have uh the Giants missing it. I think they take a step back after last year. I think Saquon gets hurt unfortunately. Um Packers I have going 9 and 8 just barely missing it again. I think Jordan Love I think I just worry about our safety depth. I just worry about our DB depth. That would still and be then- a successful season in my opinion though. Oh, nine and eight! Oh yeah, I would love Packers going nine, a nine and eight. eight Jordan Love
0: having a a, a, a above five hundred season in his first year as a starting quarterback. I think that's yeah. a win.
1: Yeah, I think that's a win. And then of course I have Seattle missing just barely missing nine and eight. I think Gino regresses just a bit, but I don't think there's anything really to splash out with those three just barely missing it.
0: Okay. Uh, William Keck is jumping in once again, saying bold take Pacheco will be the rushing leader of the NFL. Play action is going to be key for the Chiefs this year. That's an interesting take. Isaiah Pacheco. Um, Gabe is chiming in in the comments saying, give me a parlay to place this weekend.
2: Jets, Packers, Raiders.
1: There's your three legs. Raiders? Who are the Raiders facing? I don't remember. And Titans. Oh, they're facing the, Broncos. facing the Broncos. And yeah. Titans.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah. and no. Go Spicy. for Titans over, the, Titans over the Saints.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and William Keck says, ooh. Not sure who he's referring to with "ooh," but William, yes, "ooh." That's what I said. Um, AFC side. Let's look at the AFC side. AFC side. Kevin, do you have any comments about the co- the Commanders? No, you. He said Commanders. That's right. Him saying the Commanders. Him saying the Seahawks missing it. Packers missing it.
2: I just when I look at the Commanders, and that's actually what I was pulling up here. When I look at them, they have some really tough matchups. Uh, and I feel like for them. It's gonna be real difficult to beat the Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants evenly. And then you also you have the Seahawks that are gonna be coming town. You have the, the Jets, you have the Dolphins later on in the season, you have the 49ers that towards the end of the season. Um, you got the Broncos, you know, at the very beginning in week two. It's a really tough division to play in. And obviously I know divisional games are a little bit different. I just I'm, I'm, they're they're big on Sam Howell. They saw something that they're absolutely sold on for him. I just feel that the NFC's it's deep, and, it's and deep. especially in that NFC East, uh, you know, I, I think the Commanders could have a winning record and still miss out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But I, I, I the way I look at it is, I see this. I see them starting two and versus Cardinals and and Broncos. I don't think the Broncos are going to do that well this year and they obviously going on a two-game losing streak against the Bills and Eagles, but then it's like, I look at their next three, and it's like, okay, Bears, I don't think the Bears are going to really do that good this year. They don't really have a terrifying front seven. They did resex, or I don't think Justin Fields is going to make that much of a leap this year. Obviously, they do have DJ Moore. Falcons, I, I don't trust a majority of that team other than B. John Robinson and Drake London. Giants, like I said before, I think they're going to regress, and then it's like, I think like that stretch between Chicago and... Between their buy or the week after their buy, when they face the Rams, I think they're going to go. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight and two in ten wow. weeks. I think that I think that stretch is going to be the stretch that makes them into the playoffs because they have some fairly simple teams where it's like I think the Giants is. Gonna, I think that game against the Giants in week seven is going to be a good game. I think week ni- uh, week nine is going to be a good game against the Patriots. Um, Seattle week ten. I think Seattle's going to win it, but I think that's going to be a good game, and then. Dallas week 12, I think that's going to be a good game. And then obviously the Dolphins the week after week 13, I think those are going to be good games, but I think they're going to scratch out by just like one, two, by one, two scores. If that, I need I'm to make up in this receipt. Yeah. Keep the receipt.
0: I, I need to, I need to make a note here too. Um, I believe Tyler was reading off of the website we use today for this whole thing. Next.playoffpredictors.com. Yes. Go on there. You can go through each week, select the winners of each game. It pulls up their records, their division records, um, and it shows you the playoff picture as well. You can go all the way to the Super Bowl if you'd like. So go on there, make your own. We'd love to see what you guys have. So share it with us in the comments on this video um, or on our page on JDF Media as well. We'd love to see what you guys come up with. Uh, William says Packers going two and zero against Bears is all I want to see. Um, eight and nine for the Packers would be awesome for the Packers franchise. I really hope Jordan Love is elite. So the Bears have forty years of getting shit on by the Packers. I want Bears fans to be so sad, especially when they leave the city of Chicago, um, the main yeah. stadium they've been in for years in oh, Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, continue. Sorry.
1: Oh, I was gonna say I think the Bears are gonna be decent. I right now I have them as like a high of six wins, floor of like two. I think okay. I have them right now at four and thirteen. I just look at that defense, and I'm just like, I don't like it at all. I don't like that offensive line. I think Justin Fields is going to be running for his life again. I like the wide receiver core. I like Justin Fields as much as people like to shit on him. I like Justin Fields. I think he's a decent quarterback. I think he can, if he's able to take that step, I think he could be a Justin, uh, uh Jalen Hurts. But right now that team is not built for that style of play. It's built for a almost Lamar Jackson-esque Run first, throw second sort of play style instead of a try to throw the ball down the field. Mm. D City type of power run.
0: Interesting. Greg Kett in the chat. We are actually going down to New Orleans this weekend, Greg and I, to go see the Titans versus Saints week one, which would be interesting. So Greg, look forward to seeing you down there. Um Diami Brown breakout season. Play with Hal in college. Still no better than ten and seven overall, though. Um yeah. I mean, I, I could see. I, I think that's their ceiling for sure. I it's not yeah. where I have them. I think ten and seven would be their ceiling. Absolutely. I mean,
1: to be honest, right now for the NFC, I have two teams going one and sixteen in the wow. NFC side, and that wow. is the Los Angeles Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. I just think those two teams are going to be very, very bad this year. And then I have Patriots. I have basically the entire NFC South going. Four thirteen for the Bucks, five twelve for the Panthers, and then seven ten for the Falcons, and then, and then obviously I said the rest of them already. But it's like I just look at that NFC side and I'm just like, it's just it's very it's a it's a big drop off between like playoff like top ten to the rest of the people.
0: Speaking of the Rams, before we get over to your AFC side of things, I want to hear that too. Before Kevin jumps off, when it comes to the Rams, do you think Sean McVay, after his retirement contemplation two seasons ago? Do you think that's kind of wearing on him? Do you think that that's just kind of stuck in his mind? And if that's the case, do you think that they would fire him if they have a bad season again this year?
1: I don't no. think they fire you think him. He's on the hot I seat think that no? I don't think they fire him. Okay, I think they mutually agree to part ways after the season because you look at that team and it's really just oh, we have Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, and Matt Stafford. Those Cam Akers, I guess, too. Uh, those are like the four name four name brand players that you have on that Fuka. team. Puka, yeah and it's just like Puka, Uh, and it's just like you look at the team and you're like i don't see them winning more than those games and i think they're gonna try to go for uh caleb williams this year if he's in the draft but i we've talked about that last week
0: okay i won't talk about my predictions because they're not gonna get close to caleb williams this year in the draft but let's go over to your afc side of things tyler real quick before kevin hops off and then we'll get yours and then we'll get into mine after that (laughs) And uh, Kevin, I'll send you my graphics so you can see it afterwards
1: as well.
2: All right. I'll tune in. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah.
1: So my AFC now? Yep. Your AFC. Okay. Los Angeles Chargers are going to be first overall, 14-3. Cincinnati Bengals are going to be 14-3 second overall. Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be third, 13-4 overall. Buffalo Bills are going to be 12-5 overall at number four. Number five is going to be Kansas City, thirteen and four. Number six is going to be the Baltimore Ravens, twelve and five, and number seven is going to be the Miami Dolphins Suspense. at ten and seven. New York Jets will not make this play. They will not I'm make shocked. the playoffs this year.
2: I'm shocked. I don't know what happened, but for me, Tyler cut out right when he was about to say something hot.
1: Oh, oh
0: he said. Is it? The Miami Dolphins.
2: Nice. And what that?
0: Number seven. But the Jets
2: are gone.
1: The Jets do not make it. No Jets. No, no Jets. jets. Rodgers, I don't I don't trust it. I don't trust Rogers right now. He looks he looks decent, but I don't think mm. I don't think a whole year with them is gonna go good. I think they're they're in a very tough division. Obviously, like sort of like the NFC side, NFC East. Like you have a lot of teams go, trying to go for that. The elusive Super Bowl. I think the only team that's really not is the Patriots. I think right now, I think this is the year. I, th- well, I think this is the year <laughs> the that comments I think the comments are page... blowing
0: up. The comments are blowing up. Continue. William says, well, Wow, just...
1: Jets aren't making the playoffs
0: this year. Greg says, Jags with 13 wins. I'll have what Tyler's having. William says, Big take. Uh, I, uh, I mean,
1: man, I like I like that team. I like the Jacksonville Jaguars team. They have a very good one-two punch with Tank Bixby and a uh, uh, Travis Etienne. I think they have a really good receiving core with Calvin Ridley and Zay Jones. Evan Ingram is has sort of re- revamped by his career. Only thing I could see them doing bad is that defense. But you look at the look at their schedule, and I think it's one of the easiest they have.
2: Their defense was actually really good last
1: year. Yeah, their defense was really good. But like, I look at their team, and it's like I don't I don't see a lot of losses here. They obviously they're in the uh, AFC South, which is going to be a rough division. They're going to be bottom tier, I feel like. Um, I mean, I know, gonna like like it's going
0: to be only like two teams. Battling for AFC uh, South. Yep.
1: I have I have Tennessee at three and fourteen, Houston at three and fourteen, and Indianapolis Colts at six and eleven.
0: Are you drinking the ESPN Kool Aid? Like, where is this record <sighs> prediction come? Okay, we're not, I, here's the thing. What, listen, okay. Listen, I, I'm no, going to be brutally we're, we're, honest. You know, we're going to look at it. We're going to look at it once I show you my predictions. Um, Kevin, I know you get got to get off. Um, but they did yes. lose one of the, their main pieces, pass rush for the Jaguars. Arden Key, and they also almost didn't make the playoffs last year against a Josh Dobbs-led Tennessee team. So I, I have to say that. Um, William says Titans are the division winner. Uh, thank you, William. It seems like he's the only sane one in this chat this evening. And Greg as well. I know Greg's going to say the Titans are going to be up there as well. Uh, okay, we'll talk about Man, it. You guys, Kevin,
1: have been, you guys have been wanting to replace your quarterback for the last two seasons. I don't think you guys have much leave. It's
0: not the Titans. No, 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 no. The Titans fan base wants to replace Ryan Tannehill. That's who why do they draft Malik him.
1: Willis and Mayo Man.
0: Malik Willis, they wanted to have somebody in place for after Ryan Tannehill in case there was nothing after his contract, in case he didn't want to extend after his contract, which is understandable. And then they got Mayo Man because they wanted to have their own guy instead of Malik Willis. But Malik Willis looks like he's doing better. He's progressed in training camp this year, he's looking like an actual. NFL backup quarterback at the moment. So that's not a bad thing. Um, I want to hit these comments real quick before you leave, uh, Kevin, because I know one of them is referring to your New England Patriots. Mahar25 says Patriots are going to upset the Eagles. Um, And he also said, where does Amari Cooper finish in fantasy this year?
2: Great. I drafted him. He's my wide receiver, too. He's going to be awesome. Okay. He's good every year. I could watch him run routes all day long.
1: I love that. Well, um, on that note. 1,000-yard season.
0: On that note. Kevin, thank you for joining us this evening, sir. As always, the man, the myth, Lamar the legend. Lamar Jackson's going to win MVP. Ooh, I don't know about that one. Um, Thanks for joining it, joining us this evening. And also, next in the next 24, 48 hours, we'll hear an announcement.
2: We'll see. Maybe. Keep an eye out. Maybe. Keep an, keep an eye, eye out. We'll JDF Media, until keep then, an eye out. Watch Out of Bounds with Dylan James because this show's awesome. You guys do a great job. Thanks, bro. Thank you guys for having me.
0: Appreciate it. We'll see you soon. That was Kevin Fitzmorris right here on Out of Bounds Dylan James. And now Tyler and I are going to get into my rankings. My my so, records, we both went through the same website. I went through the website today. I, I went through with a fine-tooth comb, Tyler. Went through can with a fine-tooth I,
1: comb. Can I say what I went through first, how I did it?
0: Um, Sure.
1: Before, before everybody roasts me. So I'm very stickler on, like, I think this team's going to do good. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think of injuries, and I think like, okay, I'm basing everything based off like, no injuries, Madden basically no injuries, everything like that, everything's gonna be good. Yep. And then I just get happy with clicking like, oh, I think the Jaguars will win this game. Oh, I think the Jaguars will win this game. Oh, I think that 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 that. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, I just get this cluster of a mess with the Raiders going two and fifteen, and what and multiple people going fourteen and three. So,
0: okay. But I I genuinely I,
1: so take my like. Like wins and losses by like uh not like a measure of but thing, but like think like a I think the teams are gonna be in that position. Wins or losses, I think it's gonna be different, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: i'm with greg all i hear is excuses um also i mean
1: hey we can keep the receipts and when this is right i will i will will, hey we will keep
0: the receipts we will post i'll post my graphic online as well uh maybe we can get yours graphic too and we can kind of load that up and and submit both of them so everyone sees it for the world to see there will be receipts on what we said the records will be of everybody and who the playoff the, the, the the playoff picture was going to look like for the season can't wait to do that william keck says titans will own again Tressa Rucker, Tressa, welcome to the show. The Titans, she says. Plain and simple, the Titans. Um, Greg said three and 14, I'll take that. Let them sleep. William says, I don't like Levis though. Um, and he also said Kevin Fitzmars. that's uh, nice seeing you. Again, keep an eye out on JDF Media, on our social media channels, because there will possibly be an announcement about a new show coming next week that will be hosted by none other than Kevin Fitzmars and maybe Justin Kearns. So watch out for that. That's going to be great. Um, Okay. So I'm going to get into my prediction for the season. (laughs) Because, again, I went through this with a fine-tooth comb today. Fine-tooth. Fine-tooth. And, Greg, also, I know you're in the chat, too. I'd love to see if we can get you on the show either next week or the week after that. I know you might still be in the States next week. If that's the case, I'd love to get you on the show um, so we can talk more about this. What is that? It's a comb. Oh, it's a comb. Fine tooth comb. Yeah, I use oh, that comb actually. Comb. Um, Justin Kearns off balls in 2K. Boo. I'm not sure what that means, but I'm sure Justin knows. So, Justin, if you're in the chat, feel free to respond to William's comment there. Um, so, my prediction is this it looks like a lot. I know that. But. I have the Bengals coming out of the AFC North. I have the Titans and the Jaguars coming out of the AFC South. As you can see, Titans are at the top of the list. I have the Bills coming out of the AFC East along with the New York Jets. And then I have the Chiefs coming out with the Broncos in the AFC. NFC-wise, Vikings, Lions out of the North, Saints, only team out of the South because obviously everyone else is a dumpster fire at this point. The Buccaneers finished with a seven and 10 record four and two in the division, but still can't get out of the division to be the division leaders in the playoffs. NFC East. I have the Eagles and the Cowboys. Cowboys will be a wild card. Last but not least in the West, the 49ers and the Seahawks. So I'll blow this up for you. This is what my playoff picture looks like. AFC, Bills number one, Bengals number two, Titans number three, Kansas City number four, with the Jets, Jaguars, and Broncos. I'm giving credence to the Jaguars a little bit, just a little bit. They're getting into the playoffs at least. And then in the NFC side, Eagles, Vikings, Niners, Saints, one through four, respectively, and then Cowboys, Lions, Seahawks. Take a good picture of this, everybody. Take a screenshot, actually, of this. Because I think this is going to be it. Tyler, initial thoughts.
1: Um, how do you not believe in Kellen Moore? <sighs> Brand new O.C. for the Los Angeles Chargers. Wants to throw it deep. Finally has the options to throw it deep with uh, J- uh, Justin Herbert. Mike Williams is aging, but he's decent. Rookie wide receivers. I I believe in the Chargers this year. That's my AFC take for it. And then I, for the NFC, the only thing I worry about is the Vikings because of their defense. But granted, I did have them in the playoffs too. But. Okay,
0: so you're saying the Chargers because I, I left. Them I out. think you're the Chargers. Well, I'm not Moore. upset about it. Not upset because, because I, of Kellen Moore.
1: I think because of Kellen Moore. I think that adds a. Wrinkle enough to it where I think with Dallas it was just a bad fit between two very st- stubborn headed offensive coordinators between Mike McCarthy and him. And I think now with him with the Chargers, where now you have a defensive minded head coach, he's able to just run his own offense. And I think that will fit him more than the than the Cowboys did with Dak Prescott, who can't really throw it as deep as he wanted to. I think Justin Herbert's gonna be a perfect fit for him. And I'm excited. That's why I'm excited to watch this Chargers team play because I think I think with that wrinkle and Joe Lombardi being out of that team, I think they're finally going to do it. Finally going to get over that hump and win more than what one playoff game. Okay, William Keck says I don't think
0: so. Kellen Moore couldn't do it in Dallas, which I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, I just don't. I he's just don't wrong. like that.
1: I think, like I said, I think it was two stubborn offensive coordinators, one mm. being a head coach, one being an actual half offensive coordinator, it just didn't fit. I think Mike McCarthy wanted to run, his West Coast-style power run sort of style thing that he ran in Green Bay, struck the ball a lot, but a lot more mid to shallow stuff. And Kellen Moore wanted to just, hey, let's go for the deep shots. They statistically work. You get more yardage out of them. And hey, you have... Probably one of the best, if not the best, receiving back with Austin Eckler who have a really good wide receiver core that's aging, but still in the near of their prime, near near the end of their prime more so. The rookie wide receiver, tight end is a little bit up and down. I don't remember who their tight end is right now. And their defense, I think they were just injured last year. I think they could have a great bounce back year. You still think they have Joey Bosa. They still have uh, Cleo Mack. They still have JC Jackson. I think they could have a very good defense this year. And I think it's all about staying healthy and you finally having a decent fit with your OC rather than Joe Lombardi, who's been someone who's kept been fired from multiple different positions over multiple years because they just can't get it done.
0: All right. Um, We will look at this. We have a lot of comments that came through while I was showing my predictions. So we're going to look at these comments and just, just see what they say. You know, just, just see what they say. First of all, Greg said he'll be in Nashville next week. So he'd love to come on. So we might have Greg hopefully next week. Come on. transatlantic titans podcast he'll be coming on to talk about the titans and our trip to the saints as well so um that will be good to have him on the show hopefully nick newton chiming in on the comments nick the Steelers man on my predictions they were that close they i'm they were that close the ravens were as well uh they just barely barely missed it but they they were going back and forth Uh, for the last uh. wild card spot but then all on the end um the broncos come in because of the division record is there you know a what I just team? realized,
1: too? What? Joe Lombardi's on the Denver Broncos right now. Oh, interesting. He's the new OC for the, for the uh, Denver Broncos because he was the quarterback's coach with the Saints till 2020.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. He was. He was. Um, William Keck says AFC North is going to be tough. Absolutely. It always is. Um, William Keck also says big fan, Dylan. That's a good list. Thanks, William. I think it's the best list of the night, but that's just me. Again, we will keep these Ow. receipts. I will be posting them on JDF Media and also my Out of Bounds page. OOB Podcast is the handle for Instagram, for Twitter, for Facebook as well. Go check it out. OOB Podcast, follow us there. We'd love to uh, have your support. Nick said we'd be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised. Would be surprised you had the Titans winning the division, but you're a Titans fan, so um, yes. But I mean, the Jacksonville, Jag- Jacksonville Jaguars are not going to get. Not going to get there. They're not going to win the division, unfortunately. I, I do see them surging late in the season. A lot of their wins did come in the later half of the season, kind of like what happened this year. So they will make the playoffs, but they just won't get the title because the Titans will already have a pretty solid case for that title coming in, uh, coming out of the season. Greg says, not so on the Broncos, despite Peyton, the rest I agree with. The Broncos, that that was some something iffy for me, but at the end of the day, I think the Broncos will... They'll have enough juice to get there. I, I think that you'll finally see Russell Wilson click a little bit. Do I think they're gonna make it past the wild card round? No, I don't think they're going to. I think they're gonna fall flat on their face in the wild card. But I do see Russell Wilson getting better, Sean Payton being there, similar to what's hap- what happened after the Saints won the Super Bowl. Um, I think they're gonna be close, they'll be in the conversation like they always have been, and then just falter. At the very wrong moment, the inopportune moment, which would be the wild card weekend. Um William Keck also said he just screenshotted the the record before, so I'm glad you did. He said he's excited to see Quentin Johnson, though. And Quentin Johnston, he he should be very electrifying on the field. So I'm looking forward to that as well. The Chargers are stacked. Um offensively, yes. But like Greg says, it's still the Chargers. And they still have a guy named Brandon Stanley as their head coach and yeah but he he just he cannot do it the, the bigger reason the reason why i want them to miss the playoffs this year i want to see justin herbert and that team succeed i like justin herbert i i, I liked him coming out of oregon i think he's in really well in the league it's just one of those things that staley just holds them back holds them back in in moments that they can succeed and he should have been fired after the postseason last year. We talked about it on the show. I, I, he should have been fired the next day. Said, we're going to find somebody else. Thanks for your service. Because you need somebody in there that has a bit more seasoning than Staley does. It's, it's similar to the Josh McDaniels coaching that happened in Denver when he was the head coach there. It, it's similar. And, and it's just something that he needs to go back be an offensive coordinator for a little while longer. He had some experience as a head coach. He knows what he did wrong. Hopefully at this point, he knows what he did wrong so that he can be better and have a better opportunity elsewhere. But it's just not going to be in Los Angeles. William says Dallas always straying away from the run. That's why I haven't drafted Eckler all year.
1: Um, Yeah. I think that was a lot more of McCarthy though. McCarthy I think McCarthy it was, with Green Bay. Never, McCarthy was willing to do that.
0: Been. And he was also willing to run Ezekiel Elliott instead of, the guy they should have been running the past two years as their starting running back in Tony Pollard. I think that was, again, that's a coach's decision. I don't think it's necessarily on Kellen Moore, but Kellen Moore still couldn't get it done with his play calling there. I mean, and also you have a quarterback who throws 15 interceptions. I get it. But I mean, there's a reason why Kellen Moore wasn't retained there in Dallas to potentially be the heir apparent to the head yeah. coaching position.
1: It was a mutual agreement though, so it wasn't like he got fired. It was more like a mutual agreement where I think they both realized, like, hey, this isn't gonna work. But I think going back to your thing too, where if Staley does get fired, I think it's like the Eric Bieniemy situation out in Washington, where they now have the next man up. Now they realize, hey, we got a guy here who could be a head coach with Kellen Moore and Eric Bieniemy. Where it's like, hey, if you don't, if you don't function well you're fired you're gone because yep. both riverboat both ron rivera and brandon saley have had issues and i think both those get both calen moore and eric banamy have been looked at for different head coaching positions even though Moore is very very young i think he's i think he can be a head coach and i think now too like i'm gonna push it back to joe lombardi too and also their roster not really having a running back they really had a receiver as a running back with austin eckler I think they finally realized, hey, we got to have a good running back, and I think they're going to realize that this year. And I think they'll be willing to run the ball more, especially in a position where you're up 27-0. You're not going to have Joe Lombardi calling, hey, let's go deep passes. I think Kellen Moore's a lot... I know he said he's going to go a lot deeper passes, but I think he's going to be a lot smarter about it with being able to use the clock as a weapon against the other team rather than just being like, hey, let's just throw it every single time and get no yards and have to punt it after a minute off, minutes off the clock. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um... It'll be a different uh, a different place for him for sure, but uh, I I still think that I mean Kellen Moore is young too. I I don't think you go Brandon Staley and then go Kellen Moore after that. That that's it's pretty much you're replacing him with the same guy. I I I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's what Chargers should do. I think Chargers probably brought him in and said, "Hey, if you perform well, if if you are a a good offensive coordinator, if you get us to where our offense is in the top five, top ten in the league, then." you know, we might have a head coaching position for you. We'll dangle that carrot in front of you. And if if you are good at, that, at the offensive coordinator position and you decide, if we decide, yes, we need to make a change, then you're there as an option. But I, I don't know if you make that move from Staley to Moore. I don't think that's the best, especially for the Chargers, especially for Justin Herbert. I don't think that's the best transition. But again, I, I could be wrong, but at the end of the day, yeah. I think that they need to probably look for somebody a bit more seasoned than Kellen Moore.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's my it's my poise State bias coming in a little bit, but I mean, I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where you see you just got to wait it out and see. I think the Chargers have a good enough roster where they could make a run, but it's again, it's the Chargers. They're gonna they're always cursed somehow, some way. It's gonna go flat on its face. Yeah,
0: uh, William Keck says Broncos got a Super Bowl defense Russell Wilson teammates don't like Russell I've heard multiple stories of teammates disgruntled I mean even when Sean Payton came into the building don't you remember that story that came out talking about Russell Wilson and his trainers being in the building his and,
1: trainers his own office all that stuff and then Sean Payton even said uh, uh,
0: no like that's not going to yeah. happen while well, I'm here you're going to be with our trainers we have trainers for a reason I, I think that that's going to be something that we'll see is a lot of influence from Sean Payton. If Russell Wilson comes into this open-minded and is able to accept the coaching from Sean Payton, I think that he can still be the Russell Wilson we saw before. Now with the Seahawks, I didn't think Russell Russell Wilson was that good of a quarterback to begin with. I, I don't think he was. I think he was a guy dink and dunk throws would run when he could And he ran a lot when he was in Seattle. Um, Durable. But in in Denver, it just looked completely different last year. He just did not look the same. And I don't know if it was because of the head coach. But Sean Payton's coming in saying, look, I can get you to where you need to be. I mean, you look, see what I did with Drew Brees in New Orleans. I mean, even Jameis Winston, when he was there with New Orleans, with Drew Brees, I think that was very beneficial for him, too, with his success. I mean, he's a backup quarterback. He's not going to be better than that. But I mean, he's had some success with the Saints being a starting quarterback in relief of whoever's been injured for the Saints at that time. So, I I think Sean Payton can do some good things for Russell. It's just can't will Russell accept it? That's the big thing. Um and yeah. the Broncos have always had a good good defense. I mean, always have. Um especially since uh Peyton Manning was there. They had a, they had a great a great defense, but We'll see how it goes. Um, Only issue is the quarterback, Williams says. He also says, Staley won't be gone. It's defense coordinators that will get fired. Did you see that crazy stat about the Chargers? Stat was, first in points since Herbert came in the league. Since Herbert's been in the league, they've given up the most points also in four-year span, most since the merger. Yes, I I do think the defense, they have some big names on that defense too. Even two years ago when when they had um, hard knocks, I was saying, the defense for the Chargers, they, they have a good defense on paper. They really did. Yeah. And they've had a good defense on paper for the past two seasons. Yes, I think that's an issue. But at the same time, the reason why they lose games hasn't been necessarily the defense. It's been game time like decision making in the first in the fourth quarter. That's really been the issue there. And Brandon Saley has not done a good job with the decision making. <laughs> I mean, not at all. I mean, you look at the Raiders and Chargers game from two seasons ago when he called a timeout with like 35 set or however long it was and gave the Raiders the chance to mull over the decision to either just try for a field goal. If you guys both tie, you both get into the playoffs or something. And Brandon decided, oh, you know what? We're going to take a timeout because we want that time to potentially do something with our offense. Well, at that point, the Raiders said, well, we're not going to try to, you know, we're not going to just let you guys win now. We're not going to let you get a tie because we're going to try to get that first down. And what did they do? They went out there and got the first down. So that, that decision right there was one of the main decisions I saw from Brandon Staley. And that wasn't a smart decision. The Raiders were going to allow you to waltz into the playoffs. The Pittsburgh Steelers are still writing letters, love letters, to the Raiders organization saying, thank you. So much for allowing us to get in the playoffs two years ago. They're still doing it. They're still sending letters to this day, I'm sure. But um, just bad decision making on Staley's part last year in the playoffs. A tra- not was it the playoffs or the last game of the season?
1: Uh, when they lost 27. Yes, when they gave them 27. That was the playoffs because it was against okay. Jacksonville. I mean, but, uh, how? How? Didn't have a running back. You had Austin Eckler, but you're not going to run the ball with him. And I think that's also falls. I get what you're saying about it falling on Brandon Staley. I think that also falls on Joel party too. because You got to be willing to run the ball and run the clock down something they didn't want to do. They wanted to use Austin Eckler's receiving back. Then once you throw the ball and it becomes incomplete, Hey, guess what? The stoppage of downs. I think you needed to run the ball. And I think, or I think Kellen Moore is going to be a lot smarter than that and realize, Hey, what the opportunity is, some, everything like that. I think he was a good quarterback coming out of college. I think he was, quarterback in the NFL even though he was primarily a backup but he's one of those backups too look at all these backups that are now becoming coaches like Josh McCown, Kellen Moore uh, he's still in the league but Mike Lennon I guess is the quarterback basically like all those guys have been, are Mike becoming Mike
0: Lennon I haven't heard that name in a Mike long time Lennon.
1: yeah I think he's still I... Brian Hoyer is the one that's still in the league for the Raiders that's who it is that's what I'm thinking of but it's like you think of those guys and you're like they're becoming good good coaches because they know how to run an offense they know how to run a scout team they know what goes into it and they're very very smart i think kellen moore is one of those guys where it's like i think his smarts can get in the way a bit but i think he can dumb it down where it's like he understands what position he needs to be in and what needs to happen for them to win the game and i think that's what brandon Saley and joe lombardi had a very tough time doing because joe lombardi is very taking shots down the field and doesn't care about what the winning he wants is keep him putting points on the board. And I think Ellen Moore is going to be the opposite of that, where it's like he's going to take the most calculated risk and be like, hey, okay, our best bet is running the ball three times. Maybe we don't get a first down, but hey, let's run the clock out a lot more. Maybe get two ish minutes off instead of just getting barely a minute off the clock.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, that's gonna be a really interesting storyline to watch as the Chargers, and especially with that 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 division as well. It's just tough. Yeah. It's just gonna be very, very tough. And you have to, That that's the reason why it comes out of decision-making because one single decision can make or break your season in that division. One single decision. Yeah. And it, it all lands on Brandon Staley in my, in my view. Uh, Greg says, Javante Williams is key to Denver. Tough injury to come back from. Absolutely. And I, you know what would help, help with Javante Williams coming back into the game? Having Russell Wilson be what we saw in Seattle and not what we saw last year in Denver.
1: Yeah. Well, did you see that it came out today, too, that uh, Sean Payton is telling him to stop worrying about the Russell Wilson brand and focus on football? Uh, Don't be a businessman. And I'm just like, yeah, that sounds like Russ. Well, I mean,
0: and also, how much is that Sierra? Sierra kind of getting in his head, saying, here's the Hollywood aspect, here's the media aspect.
1: I don't know. Ever since ever since he won those first two Super Bowls, I think he feels, I it just feels like he's been the shit. And I feel like he's just sort of th- started to throw everything, throw everything away. I think if he just, obviously this going to sound bad, but I think if he just stayed humble and stayed off social media, he would be better. But it's just one of those things where it's like, you look at it from an outside point of view and it's like, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. What's everybody working on and stuff like that. Mm.
0: We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes with uh, Denver and Russell Wilson and Sean Payton's first year. We'll see how that contract works out. Those are all the comments we have. You have any uh, thoughts before we get off the air tonight and watch some football on Thursday?
1: Uh, no, not really. (laughs) Okay, I'm tired. (laughs) I, I I had Uh, my first, I had my first uh, color commentary this weekend. Yep, that was fun with Carthage. That was very, very fun. Good. And. Obviously, we had Labor Day yesterday, or Labor Day, yeah, yesterday. Yesterday was Labor Day, and then we had our JV game today, and I was screaming. Is there anywhere for fun. us
0: to see the color color com, like the color yes. commentary from Carthage?
1: Yes, I was gonna send it to you, and I completely forgot. So I'll send, send it, to it to you, and then we send can it share me. it for everything. It's yeah. gonna be recorded, so it'll be. It should be up right now. If you guys want to watch a recording of it, um, I'm only doing our home games, so I believe it's this week and then the thirtieth. And then the seventh and then I'll be gone those last so then our last three games or home games, I'll be gone those first two, and then I'll be back for our last home game. I'm gonna be walking for my graduation in the last two weeks of October. So Nice. I'll be here, I just won't be here.
0: Here, yeah. Very good. Well, um, thanks for watching this week, guys. Once again, if you didn't see this earlier in the show, we're doing a giveaway. Head over to our YouTube channel, JDF underscore media, and also check us out on Instagram underscore JDF media and OOB podcast. Those are the two handles there. Once you follow us on Instagram, subscribe to us on YouTube, you are entered to win an NFL Jersey of your choice, not exceeding $150. Um, The winner will be announced once we reach 500 YouTube subscribers. So go over there, do that. We'd love to hit that number. At the beginning of the season, as early as we can, so we can get you a jersey to enjoy the season with. So go over there, do that. That'd be great. Greg, thanks for tuning in as well. In the comments, he's saying tighten up. I, I, I'm, I'm very, very excited about the season. I, I can't wait, especially with you and Kevin, can't wait to prove you two wrong this season. I can't wait. I, I can't wait to come on this show and say, you see this Titans team? This is the Titans team you should have been expecting this season. This is the Titans team. Last year was a fluke. Last year was injuries. The year before that was injuries, but they still got the number one overall seed, but still last year was a fluke. So this year it's just, it's, I I can't wait. I can't wait. Alex Hanley is also joining us this weekend. Alex can't wait to see you down there in NOLA as well, sir. We'll see you soon. We're actually heading down on Thursday and then uh, seeing some family and then driving down to New Orleans on Saturday morning. So, really excited about that it's gonna be a fun game
1: are you gonna watch the LSU game
0: um I don't know
1: who they're I don't know who they're playing I just know they got crushed by Florida State and their head coach threw them under the bus because it's Brian Kelly
0: yeah they, they got they got Molly whopped um I'm gonna watch the Tennessee game obviously I went to the Tennessee game this past weekend against Virginia got sunburnt which I I had sunscreen on my arm was very very steamy this weekend just Hot to the touch the entire week in both arms actually my neck as well got a little burnt too you can kind of see it through my jersey um, hopefully that's gone by this weekend but yeah that that was a very hot game it'll be nice to go into a game that's going to be in a dome though because this oh, will be the yeah. first time I've gone into a dome for an NFL game so that'll be fun and I'll get to see kind of kind of see a, a preview of what the Titans are going to expect in 2027 should be great
1: 2027
0: 2027 new new stadium.
1: Oh, new stadium. Yeah. Oh, I completely forgot about that. 2027 stadium?
0: Come on. You're I'm just out excited.
1: Of it. I'm just excited to have a no expectations this year. That's the one thing that's very very that I've been proud of. Refreshing. It's refreshing to have zero expectations, but the one thing that does suck is still having Aaron Rodgers shoved down my throat every single day.
0: Don't watch hard. Look
1: what he did in practice. Well, no, it's just look what he did in practice on Twitter. I'm just like, "Cool, I don't care." he's done the same thing for us every single week and yet every single day it was Rodgers doesn't want to play in Green Bay and now it's like oh he's in New York guess what look what he's doing in practice they're hype about it because they finally have a good quarterback other than since the 60s with uh with Hollywood Joe and right is that who it was i can't remember. don't name Broadway it Joe Broadway Joe Broadway, Broadway Joe, Joe. Hollywood, Hollywood Joe is Joe, Joe Montana Hollywood Joe is Joe Montana, other Joe <sighs> Broadway. I Joe. knew it was yes. wrong when I said it.
0: Yep. You did. Um, but anyway, thanks again for watching this week, guys, follow us on all podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon music, you name it. We're there for podcasting out of bounds. This is our first regular season episode. From now on, we will be weekly for the season for the 23, 24 season. Um, I will be here for the most part, except for in October, which I'll be finding a fill-in co-host because I'll be going to London this year to go see the Titans versus the Baltimore Ravens for two weeks. So that'll be fun. Um, and Greg, see you this weekend as well, sir. See you as well. Alex, thanks for watching guys. And we will talk to you next Tuesday.